0: Hi, I'm Alan, and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I'm a co-founder of Science Humanitarian, and today I am joined by our Vice President, Sophia. We are a student-led international nonprofit based on New York with emphasis on accessibility, embracing diversity, and inclusion through science. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, make sure to check out some of our other episodes on artificial intelligence and the monkeypox outbreak. State of the Pod from Cornell University are our sponsors, so be sure to check them out after this episode.
1: Are you concerned about your health when you step outside with an air quality of over 100? Do you ever consider that you're increasing your risk of lung cancer or cardiovascular problems when you go outside with such heavy air pollution in the atmosphere? All of these health concerns are derived from wildfires. You may have heard it in the news or even experienced it yourself, but wildfires has risen to become one of the major subjects discussed worldwide. Wildfires is a spontaneous fire that burns natural land, most commonly in forests, grasslands, and scrublands. They usually occur due to human activity or by natural processes, including lightning. Have you ever discarded cigarettes, or had an unintended campfire, or decided to burn debris? Well these are just three of thousands of examples of human activity that has eventually led to wildfires. According to the National Park Service, humans are known to cause nearly 85% of all the wildfires that occur yearly in the United States. Wildfires are most likely to occur in extremely dry environmental land and most often dispersed to disrupt air quality, resources, and animals.
0: If you live in the East Coast, you might have noticed that on June 7th, the extreme wildfires that occurred in Canada, which came from more than 430 active wildfires, significantly impacted the pollution on the East Coast, resulting in an orange tinted air. Even if you don't live on the East Coast, you probably have heard of this before because it went viral on social media and many news outlets cover this. This caused many schools to, c- to cancel all after-school activities on that day. In addition, on June 7th, the air quality index for New York City reached 484 out of a possible 500. To give you a perspective of what this number means, any air quality index over 300 is considered hazardous, which is the worst possible rating on the index. In addition, this set the record for the highest air quality index ever recorded in the city. The orange tinted air included toxic chemicals including carbon monoxide. The health implications of ingesting this air is unbelievable. If one person worked an 8-hour shift outdoors near Queens College that day, it would be as if they smoked 35 cigarettes in one single day. Some experts even stated that this comparison isn't even completely accurate, as it is likely to deteriorate one's health even more than that. The smoke is likely to cause cardiac issues, pulmonary issues, and general inflammation in the body. This prolonged inflammation can leave damaging scars on the body. In future scenarios similar to the one in New York on June 7th, The best way to protect yourself is to stay indoors and close all the windows. However, even then, the harmful particles in the air can enter your house as they are so small. They are less than 2.5 micrometers. So turn on an air purifier if you have one. If you must go outside, wear an N95 mask. Make sure that it fully covers your mouth and nose. This is especially important to the people that are most at risk from the smoke from wildfires. And this group includes children, the elderly, pregnant people, and anyone with a form of heart disease, lung cancer, or a weakened immune system. If you thought 430 wildfires was an absurd number, then since then, the number of active wildfires in Canada have now reached 667 as of July 7th. 386 of those wildfires are burning uncontrollably. So far, 22.2 million acres of land have been burned, which is 11 times the average of the last decade. This has forced over 155,000 people out of their homes. What is even more alarming is the fact that there is still at least three more months in this wildfire season. Sophia is gonna continue talking about the causes of the wildfires and what we can do to prevent these wildfires.
1: The main cause of these extreme wildfires in Canada are due to the heat and drought as a result from climate change. Poor management of the environment and human activities will continue to exacerbate climate change, which will make the world warmer and drier. As a result more droughts will occur with warmer environments, which will dry the moisture from the atmosphere, generating more fuel to be burned more easily and more rapidly, generating even more ferocious wildfires. We must work together to stop the progression of climate change. These wildfires are giving us a taste of the apocalyptic future induced by climate change that we will all share as evident from the spread of smoke from Canadian wildfires to New York and reaching as far as Europe. So do your part in ending climate change ride a bike, or take public transportation when you're able to instead of driving your car. Reduce reuse and recycle electronics, clothes, and other items we buy as a shipment to the stores in which we purchase these items produce carbon emissions. To learn more about the factors of climate change and additional things you can do about it, please visit our third episode of the podcast. Thank you for checking out this episode of the podcast. We look forward to seeing you in the next one.